for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, I'm John Smizer, and it's good to be with you on this Sunday morning. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a great time to share God's Word, and I want to encourage you, as you can, together with other believers on this day. Referring to that Hebrews passage in chapter 10, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. If it be on a Zoom or in person, but meet with other believers. Now, uh, today I, I, I want you to consider me as part of a unique group of people. Put me, John Smizer, along with, let's say, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan. Well, that's kind of hard to consider that I'd be in that group of people because they are what is called goat, the greatest of all time. And in those ways, those people who excel in various uh, endeavors, in athletics or in education, you know, they, they, we look at the, the goat as the one who is really the one who is able to uh, excel at places. For me, I live day by day and want to honor God in whatever way. As a young man, I had wanted to be Billy Graham. But as I listened to Billy Graham and listened to his presentations, I thanked God for the gifts that the Lord had given him. But I knew that those weren't my gifts. When I get to heaven, God's going to ask me, John, what did you do with your life? Were you a goat as the person I made you to be? Today, let's look at how God is truly the goat. Job chapter 9, verses 1 through 10. Then Job replied, Indeed, I know that this is true, but how can mere mortals prove their innocence before God? Though they wished to dispute with him, they could not answer him one time out of a thousand. His wisdom is profound, his power is vast. Who has resisted him and come out unscathed? He moves mountains without their knowing it and overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth from its place and makes its pillars tremble. He speaks to the sun and it does not shine. He seals off the light of the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He is the maker of the bear and Orion, the Pleiades, and the constellations of the south. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. As we look now at Job chapter 9, he's had a discussion with some of his friends. And at a point here, there is an acknowledgment of truth. And, and Job, it says here in verse 1, Then Job replied, Indeed I know that this is true, but how can mere mortal prove their innocence before God? Though they wish to dispute with him, 
they could not answer him one time out of a thousand. Boy, that reminds me of a passage in the book of Romans where Paul is talking to uh, the people in Rome and he, he addresses this same idea when we're going to speak to God. And he says in the verse, Who are you, O man, who thinks they should speak back to God? Should the thing created say to the Creator, Why did you make me this way? You know, out of a thousand times can we ever challenge what God has done in our lives and created us to be these people. He's the one. He's the greatest of all time. And then down in verse 4, it says, His wisdom is profound. His power is vast. Who has resisted him and come out unscathed? Oh dear. When one would resist the Lord, when one's pride would attempt to elevate them above the Lord, they're going to be um, beat up along the way. You see, in Romans, I'm sorry to take you again, but I want to go to Romans chapter 5, when it discusses the idea that we are justified through Christ Jesus, and now we have access to our Heavenly Father. But if we tried to do it on our own, if we at any point tried to approach the goat, the greatest of all times, we would suffer loss. There would be challenges. We go to Him, we go to God through our, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And without that, we're going to lose the battle. Down in um, verse 5, it says, He moves mountains without their knowing it and overturns them in His anger. In the book of Habakkuk, uh, he's struggling because uh, it seems like God isn't hearing him. Somehow God isn't listening to the, the plight that Habakkuk is going through. He, he looks at things and there's injustice, there's struggles. And, and it seems like, God, are, are you not listening? God, are, are you not part of this? God goes on to express, uh, he will deal with it. He'll take care of things. In fact, in chapter 2, he says, uh, the Chaldeans, I'll bring them in, and they will, they will correct Israel in Israel's uh, uh, misdeeds, in the things they're doing wrong. I'll send the Chaldeans. And then in chapter 3, when Habakkuk has struggled with the answer that he got from uh, God, he, he, he recognizes and remembers all of the things that God was able to do. How the rivers cut into the earth, how the mountains lifted up. And here in Job, I'm reminded, he says, he moves mountains without their knowing it and overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth from its place and makes its pillars tremble. You see, I, I'm in Southern California and we live in a, in a, a geographic location that they call Shake and Bake. Uh, shake and Bake has to do with that during the summers and in the late summer we get fires and we get baked. But then during certain times of the year, and I don't know when exactly they'll become, but there's going to be those earthquakes, those shaking. 
And I always remind my children, that's God's hand at work. He's the one who formed this world, and He's the one at work even today to shape it. And He's the goat, the greatest of all times. It goes on down here, and it, it's a wonderful passage in verse 9, when He says, He is the maker of the bear and Orion. Pleiades and the constellations of the south. Some time ago, I had an opportunity. In fact, my uncle Sam, uh, my country, took me uh, into uh, Southeast Asia. And while I was near the equator, I think I was like six degrees off the equator, I got to so see the constellation of the Southern Cross. It's, it's the item in uh, the Southern Hemisphere that points to due south. And I'd always heard about it because my grandfather and my father, as a little boy, they would point out to me the stars in the sky. They would show me Orion and Taurus the bull that is fighting there. They showed me the Pleiades and also the northern star, the bear. And it's wonderful to know that it's God's hand that is at work in all of those places. In every circumstance, He's the one who created, He shaped it, and He's still working on it. I know that the goat is something that has uh, just come around in the last few years, but I gotta think, if Job had had that terminology back when he was writing this passage, he would have used it. In verse 10 he says, He, speaking of Almighty God, performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. <laughs> God truly is the goat, the greatest of all times. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you that you're in charge. You're the one who is shaping and molding this earth. You also are shaping and molding each one of us in the gifts and talents you give to us. Lord, we need to understand and ascribe or recognize it's not about us. Lord, it's what you're at work in our lives doing. Today, I, I want to thank you for being the God that I no longer struggle against but I have a relationship with you, Lord, that you guide me, and I can depend on you. Lord, for each of us today, as we uh, think about our tasks this Sunday, may we truly recognize that you are the greatest of all times, and you are the one we worship and we praise you, Father, for being our uh, creator, our sustainer, the one who gives us life and breath. But Lord, much more than that, you are our Savior. We can never fathom totally how you have given to us all we have need of. Father, we praise your name today. We worship and thank you for all you are doing. Father, guide us and may you be glorified in us in every way. In your precious name, amen. Singer, so, the